Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. We believe small actions can have great impact. Take a small action today. Speak to a financial broker about a Zurich pension. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Well, it is definitely that time of year to put on the popcorn and watch your favourite Christmas movie. From Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life or even The Grinch, there are so many movies to choose from. Let's remind ourselves of one movie all about Santa's little helper. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. And of course, that was Will Ferrell in the 2003 movie Elf. And we're joined now by Africa O'Connell, 2FM presenter, to talk us through whether we should like that one or indeed <laughs> we should like any of the rest of them uh, to figure out what the best Christmas movies are. Africa, we'll start with that one, Elf. Uh, yeah, I mean, Elf has been like a phenomenon over the last, like it's been out about 15 years at this stage, even more. And it's just, when it came along, it was kind of, I'm not a huge fan of it. I have to be kind of honest. It's not one of my ultimate favourites, but it's not my generation. I didn't grow up with it. Do you know what I mean? So I can see why it's one of those. I don't have the emotional connection to it that a lot of people younger than me would have. But it is it is very funny, in fairness. It's just he's he's so ridiculous in it, Will Ferrell. And it's just such a brilliant cast. Like and it's kind of it it does it is very magical and Zoe Deschanel is a lovely kind of leading lady in it as well. And I do, there. I can see the be- I can see the good things about it. It just wouldn't be my in my top 10. Okay, so if we're talking about a Christmas movie, maybe before we delve into any of the rest yeah. of them, what makes a Christmas movie? I mean, how, how do you qualify? So all, I was trying to work this out earlier on. Not all, all Christmas films are set at Christmas time, but not all films set at Christmas time are Christmas films, if you know what I mean. So it has to have a certain number of um, criteria to meet. So first thing, it has to be a bit magic, right? There has to be a little bit of magic involved in all Christmas films, whether it's like a kind of a quasi-religious sort of miracle or something a little bit more pagan. That's why the Harry Potter movies feel Christmassy, even though they're not, because they're full of magic and it's all very cosy and nice nostalgia as well as another thing. Maybe that's why the Elf doesn't necessarily do it for me because it's not enough nostalgia and I remember that time too well. So <laughs> not, like, I can't make anything out of it that it wasn't. But they have to be a bit nostalgic. They have to remind you of the good old days before global warming made White Christmas is impossible and all that kind of stuff. And when is Christmas actually better than when you're a kid? It's, you know, those are the films that are going to resonate with so you. So does Die Hard qualify? This is the infernal debate that happens every year. I think it does qualify. Me too. Because, yeah, it has to. Because you've got, you know, they're playing Let It Snow at the end. It's all about, you know, it's all about the vulnerability of terrorists. (laughs) 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 You've got the evil Hans Gruber who's defeated in the end and all this kind of stuff. There is elements of of magic and, you know, karma and stuff involved in there as well. Of course, Home Alone is a big one and we recently saw a remake actually of Home Alone starring Aisling B. I haven't Mm, seen that um, yet. Uh, Do you think these remakes hit the the mark or is it just better to leave the originals alone? I'm going to say right now that I adore Aisling B and she is a national treasure but I am not going to 
partake in the Home Alone remake because I just think it's like what we were saying before. If you grow up with something, you have a massive emotional connection to it. If people start messing with it, it's never going to be as good as mm. you've kind of built it up to be in your head. And I think you should leave them alone. Speaking of emotional connections, we do have an emotional connection to Home Alone, don't we? Let's we really uh, do. remind ourselves of that moment at the airport in the first Home Alone. <laughs> About what? That we didn't do something. What else can we be forgetting? Kevin! <laughs> I actually, I'm going to introduce all of the Home Alone movies this uh, Christmas to my son, my but seven that's year old. Brilliant! Yeah. Like the, that's that's like having the that's like having it for yourself all over again. Like showing it to a kid for the first time. Amazing! That's the best thing you can possibly do. That is definitely one of the ones that I return to every year. What are the other classics that people will, will return to? So my all time favorite, number one, no contender, is The Muppets Christmas Carol. It mm. is just the be- not only is it the best Christmas film, and I won't hear argument about it. It is the best screen adaptation of uh, A Christmas Carol as well. But it did have the kind of unfortunate side effect of making an entire generation of people think that uh, uh, Marley had a brother called Robert, which she didn't. They just had to get in Statler and Waldorf in there. So they had to have two. So Gonzo is uh, the narrator. Rizzo the Rat as well. Statler and Waldorf are the Marley brothers and Kermit plays Bob Cratchit along with Miss Piggy who plays um, Mrs. Cratchit. Michael Caine is Scrooge in it and just does the most incredible turn as Scrooge really full of heart and just lovely and properly turns from this like miser into you know Captain Christmas it is the ultimate in my opinion Christmas and then film. there are all these you know rom-coms and some that maybe are less popular than they were Love Actually comes to mind yeah so Love Actually is interesting because I kind of think like it's it's a it's a saccharine but very funny British Richard Curtis rom-com basically is what it is and it's set at Christmas and it is of a time because I think it was around 2003 I think that it came out 2001, 2003 and it was it has this really weird reference to 9-11 at the very beginning (laughs) by Hugh Grant Hugh Grant of course plays uh, the Prime Minister they keep refer- they keep referring in the film to Martine McCutcheon being fat and <laughs> she's like perfectly shaped. She's what is wrong with you? Like absolutely perfect. Yeah. And um I don't think it it maybe stands up as well now, like by today's standards, but I also think you can't look at everything all the time through the prism of today's standards. Okay, well speaking of things that are from a while back, uh, (laughs) this is your favourite or one of your favourite Christmas movies, I believe, Fiddler on the Roof. Ah! (laughs) If I were a rich man all day long I biddy biddy bum If I were a wealthy man I wouldn't have to work hard 
I'm just going to come clean and say that we just conspired basically between us basically to did. play that clip because yeah. we both love it. We were just getting in there. We were going to get it in there somehow. <laughs> but I don't know what it is about Fiddler on the Roof. It is not a Christmas film. It is It has some very sinister kind of like overtones or whatever. But I don't know what it is. I just love it. It's a real commitment. You have to basically clear the whole day because it's about four hours long. Oh. But it has some of the best music ever. Okay. And just very finally, we couldn't uh, have a discussion about Christmas movies without talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Life. Let's just have a quick reminder. It's not Christmas though, it's a wonderful life, is Happy. it? It'd turn the, the stoniest of stone hearts to absolute butter. It's Jimmy Stewart seeing what his life would be like if he had never been around. It is absolutely just, it's the ultimate. I love it so much. It's great. Africa O'Connell, thank you so much.